You're nothing to me now. You're not a brother. You're not a friend. I don't want to know you or what you do. I don't want to see you at the hotels. I don't want you near my house. When you see our mother, I want to know a day in advance so I won't be there. Two G's in a pod. The culture of it. We're bringing them the culture of it. I feel it's our time. Two G's in a pod. There's nothing we can't talk about. We can cover anything. We're well versed. That's real. Two G's in a pod. The thing about me and you is, it's a respect thing. Goldfinger, my man G. What up, G? They not have two. Two G's in a pod. Anything you say once, you best be able to say it twice or don't say it. I believe that. Two G's in a pod. People, good people, our good people. Once again, it's the infamous Iron Glenn, and to my left sits who? Goldfinger, what up, G? What's going on? Two cheese in the pod back in the building. Yeah. Every week, you know how we do right back at you. Yeah. My man. So what's up, G? You know, it's been one of those weekends, man. Yeah. You know, or should I say one of those weeks? Because we're in between, you know, that momentum is building towards this election. You can see motherfuckers is getting desperate. Yes, it's starting to feel and the weather's starting to turn a little bit. It's starting to get our first couple of brisk days. Yeah, getting a couple of brisk mornings. My allergies is bussing my ass. Yeah. So, yeah, I have fall allergies. For those that don't know, my allergies come in the fall. So, they, I guess they call it ragweed. Something. Something like that. So, yeah. right now, yeah, they, they, they fuck with this boy real bad. Yeah, he's not sick, so. <clears throat> no, I'm not sick. I don't, I don't, have, I don't have the COVIDs. No, the Ronas. The Ronas, the COVIDs, the Ronas. I, I don't have it, neither. It's like I said, I already had it. So, you know, boom, right back at you. Pack All right. seconds. All right. So, uh, you know, what's happening? Everything's everything. Um, Yeah, as you're saying, as far as with... This thing is kind of coming to a crawl, getting closer to election day. And it seems like the mud is starting to get slung, a little messier. It's a little bit more at stake, it seems like. You know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed, passed away. Yeah. And now it's a little bit, it seems like it's a little bit more at stake now. Oh, the stakes was raised monumentally when she passed. They was hoping she can uh, make it the election. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, you know, rest in peace to her. But um, R.I.P. to her. R.I.P. to as, her. As, I hate to see anyone pass, yeah. but, you know. As far as, um, you know, people that don't know, she's a Supreme Court justice. She passed. And if she you leaves, don't know that, there's something wrong with you. She leaves open a, a open space. And, you know, this is an appointment that's for the rest of your life, which I totally. Well, definitely totally the rest against. of ours. Totally against. I'm yeah. totally against it. Oh, I've been totally against that. You know, them having lifetime seats, just like fucking Senate and the House and them having, you know, no term limits. I've been against that, you know, because at some point, I don't give a fuck who you are. With that type of power, you can be corrupted. 
totally. Speaking of corrupted, um, there's pictures of allegedly Supreme Court Justice Roberts that are floating around with known pedophiles. You don't say. Allegedly. So now it's kind of mirroring way maybe how his voting has shifted over the years. And now we're starting to see that, you know, like we were saying just last podcast, how you can have a position and how you can be because of your things that you go through in your private life, life how it can be can affect your, your public life and your public uh and your duties to how you, how you conduct your job. Yeah. Totally. So allegedly, allegedly. So, um, so we all, we we constantly say allegedly because I think we ran that shit in the whole last week, and I'm still laughing from it. Yeah, man. But we have to protect ourselves. Yeah. From uh, the unscrupulous people who decide to take what we say and try and twist it into a a, a lawsuit. So yeah. allegedly, there's pictures floating around of him. In compromising positions with compromising people. Yeah, so now it's um, it just seems that um, there may be more than just those two seats that may be open. Yeah, like the, the, the stakes are very, very high. And like we said last week, get out there and exercise your right, your right to vote. Also, we also said that you should do the research and find out exactly what these people stand on. That you are going to be voting for. Yeah. Like I, 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 I was a big. Years ago. When I didn't really take voting serious. I just went straight down the Democratic line. I'm talking years ago. I used to just go. Fuck it. Democrat. I'm in. Well to be totally honest. I, I was a working family. Democrat. I, I played that, that line. More so for most of my adult life. And then I became independent because I felt like a lot of um, a lot of the, the the things that they were going for were speaking more towards my situation, and um, I thought the other parties weren't as um, forthcoming with the information or what they were doing for the people that I was around. I actually switched twice. Mm. I was originally a Democrat, switched to Republican. And then went independent. Mm. So I kind of, you know, dabbled on both sides. And then I was like, hold on. Why am I just handing my vote to this side and handing my vote to that side? I'm going to hand my vote to someone who's actually going to do something for your needs and your my needs yeah. in my community. Your purpose, right. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I think I think that even just having a title on what you would do. I'm liberal on certain things, like Chris Rock says, and I'm conservative on a lot of other things. Like, I'm conservative on prostitution. <laughs> I can respect that. <laughs> but, but I'm liberal on maybe smoking weed. I understand. So, you know, it's a balance. I understand. It's, it's, it's a balance. It's a balance. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, you know, um, you have to find out what works for you and what works for your values and what works for you. And we're not the ones to tell you how to vote. Nah, we just tell we're you not going to tell you how to vote. We're just giving you information. Yeah, just telling you so to So what vote. you do with this information, it's on you. But you can't say when it's all said and done, you will not be able to say, we didn't tell you. Right. So that's how we carry it. So which way we're going to vote? Um, None of your goddamn business. Thank you. (laughs) But understand this. When all's said and done, let the chips fall where they may. 
Two G's in a pod, y'all. So there's a saying that says, um, God forgives, but I don't. That's probably me. <laughs> That's definitely you. That's probably me. Um, my mom always said, you, I, probably, I don't know, y'all probably heard me say it before. My mom always said, uh, if you don't forget, you don't forget. Right. And if you do me wrong, I can't forget. Right. You know, so I guess I don't forgive. So okay. God forgive you, be happy with that. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. <laughs> you, know. you know, as far as black people, um, and just speaking for black people, not speaking for all black people, for speaking for, for our- Two black guys in the room. Two black guys in the room. Right. right. Speaking, of, speaking of which, um, we seem to be really- um, nuanced when it comes to forgiveness. It's like, we'll forgive one thing, but not the other. But it may be the same thing, just on different levels. Expound, please. Um, now, this is not exactly the example that I was going to come out with, but we had a talk when we got here, before we got here. We was talking about the situation with Cardi B and Offset. Now, they're going through some marital tribulations. Okay. And, you know, hopefully they'll work it out and everybody will be happy in the end. But it just seemed like the comments that I've seen and the conversations that I've overheard, it seems like it's uh, really pro fuck that nigga. But in the same vein, in the same vein, the Jada Will Smith entanglement issue didn't have such the same vitriol. Well, first of all, they were on a break, Jada and Will, allegedly. <laughs> or, like, we need a new word for this week. Supposedly. Supposedly, okay. They were on a break. So they were on a, so the entanglement was a break. Break. A okay. break. Okay. According to Jada. Okay. They were on a break. Okay, so now the officer and Cardi B, my opinion on that team, you got two hoes. You got a male hoe, you got a female hoe. They tried to come together and make each other housewife and house husband. What's the rule of thumb? You can't what? You can't make a housewife a hoe? No, you can make a housewife a hoe. You, should, you, you can't, can't make you can't, a hoe. A housewife. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> but you make your housewife a hoe just for you. Okay. And you could be a hoe just for him. Got it. Two-way street. Got it. So what So what seems to be the problem then? You would have to ask them. Okay. But I'm just saying, it's like, you know, they're married, right? And uh, Jaden, for now. Jaden Will was married, right? Yeah. So a lot more zeros than their bank account, though. Nah, I totally understand. That. <laughs> I totally understand. But you understand? But do you, do you see a certain level of um, maybe double standard? There's always going to be a double standard. You know that it, that'll never change. You know, and we 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 the type that um, we believe in what's fair exchange ain't no robbery. So whatever she does, he should be able to do. Whatever he does, she should be able to do. But I guess the fact that when he keeps getting caught, he gets caught publicly. So right. now it makes her look bad. Right. But but from all intents and purposes, from what she's saying, that 
he hasn't gotten caught. It's just that the back and forth for the bickering or them not being on the same page and they're like, I'm done because we're not on the same page. Well, I think that's that's just, you can blame that on the Rona. Them being motherfucking uh, confined together this long. You know how many people are getting divorced now just because they've been, you know, they've been... In close quarters. In close quarters. And they have enough money. I'm sure their house is big enough where they can kind of separate and be from around each other and don't have right. to be right up under each other. Right. But I guess even that wasn't enough because the, the close quarters actually did them harm. When he figured out and she figured out, I really don't like this motherfucker like I thought I did. Or could it be the fact that because you're in close quarters that you're expecting a person to kind of be around and if a person's making excuses not to be there? Where the fuck are you going? Living room? Hey, niggas was out. Niggas was out traveling, doing shows. I mean, where do they live? Atlanta? I think they live in Atlanta for the most part. part. And Atlanta was open, but at the same time, I guess in the beginning, you was literally around each other. So it wasn't one of those things where... Um, you just turn around and just figure out, oh shit, I don't like it. It was a, it was just a cl- accumulative. They over say time, I've seen know? I've seen in a movie that they said that you spend whatever time that you were together, like just say you were together for four years. Right. They say you spend half of that time breaking up, so you're really only together for two years, but you spend two years breaking up. I've heard that. I heard that, and uh, I I don't know. It's, it's like I said, they're in a different tax bracket than we're in. Right. You know, not to say that money can fix everything or that money is, you know, is the great end all be all. But at the same time, you knew what he was when you got with him. He knew what she was when he got with her. They still went to strip clubs and they probably was taking chicks home and shit like that is concerned. You knew all that. So how is it much different? I mean, I'm just trying to figure out why is the the tenor of the argument regarding this situation so much more jabby than the Will Smith Jada thing? Uh Will and Jada are they have class. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all of a sudden uh Cardi B are like school on a Sunday. No class. Oh wow. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I know I can whip him. I don't okay. give a fuck. I can give two fucks. I'll beat the dog shit out of him. I know that. My what? hands, even at my advanced age, still got him. <laughs> still got him. <laughs> I will wash him like an old pair of dirty drawers. We'll Jesus wash him. Christ. Still got him. So, you know, uh, that's it. You, you're looking at two different classes. Will and Smith, they're like, look, we got way too much money to be getting a divorce. Yeah, These I think it's like, you know, you got your money, she got her money, you take yours and go about your business. That's their mindset. Now, this brings me to another, and I hate to be this person, but it's just, it's glaring. This um, Dr. Dre and his wife get into divorce after 20 something years. <sighs> Which it's it I'm away for that one. It, it does pain me because you know we are humongous fans and, and of Dr. Dre, and it goes back to saying you know if you like someone, you're more inclined to to um, side with them. So I'm trying to be objective, objective and kind of wait 
and let it unfold. But there's certain things that are coming out with her, like stealing money and and things like that. Allegedly. So, allegedly. Supposedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Supposedly. Because I did see some 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 checks with her signature on them for extremely large amounts. I don't know if they were specific, fabricated. Specific number amounts yeah. as well. Yeah. So and, and then there's claims that she's saying that she owns half of his name. name? When, Which I think he was Dr. Dre when she met him. No, she, he was he was Mr. Fuck the Police, Mr. Chronic way before yeah, he met her. You know what I'm saying? He was Dr. Dre, you know. That nigga had his uh <laughs> he didn't meet him when he was with the world class record crew when he was wearing glitter. He wasn't like was was a pediatrician at that time. Right. <laughs> he was a real doctor. You know, he was Dr. Beats. Surgeon, nigga. Surgeon. You know, yeah. he was a motherfucking world class. He still is world class surgeon on beats. So, you know, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a sit back, I'm going to wait, let that one unfold. We just talked about three different relationships. We talked about Will and Jada, a lot of zeros. Dre and his wife. A lot of zeros. Cardi B and Offset, more zeros than us, but not a lot of zeros. <laughs> so you think that money would be the remedy of why they would stick together? I mean, it could be the remedy of why you stick together. It could be the remedy of why you want to separate. In Will and Jada's uh, situation, they chose to be like, you know what? We got all this money. Let's make this work. Dr. J was like, you know what? She's not... She, I think she filed, if I'm not mistaken. I think she filed. Yeah. Or, you know, think, or she wanted a divorce more than he did. Well, So you saw what she asked for. So her mind is like, you know what? Let me get what I can get and go on about my business. I'm not reading mm-hmm. that, though. Hmm? I'm not reading that. I'm What's not reading that? it that way. I'm. It's, it's looking like she's really trying to stake a claim to pretty much everything. Yeah, like, so she can get half his shit. Yeah. You got to stake a claim, you know, look at Jeff Bezos, you motherfucker, he divorced his wife and made her the richest woman on the planet. So everyone is now like, shit, she can do that, bitch. Your husband don't have Jeff Bezos money. True. And that money he gave her didn't even make a dent. Yeah, because he got didn't that even back. Scratch the fair, he got that back over the fucking pandemic. Yeah, he got that back pretty quick. You know, so Cardi B and all, they'll, they'll, whatever they figure out, they'll figure out. Um, my love is for the kids because the kids is innocent. The kids didn't ask to come here, but right. you knew he had three other kids before yours. So you know you. But they don't have. They got grown kids though. Men and women, I say like this: when you're choosing a significant other, just like during this election, do your fucking research. Choose wisely. Don't get up at court in the fucking moment and be like, "Ah, I'm 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 starry eyed and, and starstruck." You know, do your fucking research, man. Yo, but 20 years is a long motherfucking time. 20 years is a long time, but you know. To find out. Sometimes you got to play the long game. Wow. And we hold the world ransom for one million dollars. Well, don't you think we should maybe ask for more than a million dollars? A million dollars isn't exactly a lot of money these days. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I can divorce you now with a hundred million? Or divorce you with two billion. Two G's in the pod, y'all. So, G, then, what did you do this weekend? Because um, it was a lot going on this weekend. I just lay low. I lay low, you know, contemplate what we're going to talk about today. Um, watched uh, uh, the wife panic about 
school and school starting and shit like that. Yeah, that's and crazy. Watch the kids. Uh, not even stressed. The kids are like, as I'm going, cool. If I'm not going, cool. Right. That's their mindset. Yeah. So, you know, that's it. That's it. What about you? I didn't even go out the crib. I just laid low. Okay. You know? I got out and just great weather here in New York. Um check brisk. Check check the friend for his um fiftieth, my man Zoe. Okay. He had a nice little shindig. And um I miss most of the quote unquote top news, the trending news with you know, the Emmys and all the other shit. Well, you know, uh, Dave Chappelle won his uh second in what, three years? Yeah, Eddie Murphy cool. got one. Eddie Murphy got one for yeah. what, what, for um, Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. Oh, that's pretty. That's, that's dope. That's dope. After what? How many years? Yeah, right. You know, I think he should have got an Oscar actually for that Dream Girls thing. He should have definitely should have. I, um, I think what messed him up was him having Norbit coming out right after. I mean, I just, I like Norbit. Yeah, but Norbit you know what it was? Funny. It just it's just that him publicizing. Norbit, when you got like an Oscar thing in a race, they kind of look down at us like, oh, you're going to do like a a comedy. You're not doing anything serious that's going to kind of like... I look at it like this. I, I, I saw an interview with Eddie Murphy. This was years ago. He was on Inside the Actor's Studio. And they were talking about um, awards and things like that. And Eddie Murphy said something. When I thought about it, I was like, yo, he's 100% right. He was like, more comedians should win Oscars. Because it's harder to make someone laugh than make somebody cry. You know, the thing is this. Everybody thinks they're funny. So that's why it's a lack of respect for comedians. Because everybody feels like they can be funny at some point. That is true. Like, you know, like yo, this dude in my office is fucking hilarious. Right. No. Right. Like, I'm actually the funny dude. <laughs> I'm actually the funny dude in my office. Right. Yeah. But I'm not even trying to be funny. Right. It's just that... I can see shit and commentate on it, and it just happens to be funny to other people. But I don't think I can go out there and do stand-up. I think people will probably see that more as being common, that they know somebody funny, than that they know somebody that can actually do a tearjerker. I mean, I can kick you to fucking nuts and make you cry. <laughs> I wouldn't be a tearjerker. I'd be a jerk. <laughs> You know, but it's, 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 when he said that it made, for me, it made a lot of sense. Cause it was like, yo, it, it's really hard to make people laugh. Yeah. Then, you know, anybody can do a sad scene and be like, yo, I, I, I can feel that. Right. But to really legitimately have somebody bust out laughing and make them, that's difficult. Yeah. I that's think difficult. we take, I think we take for granted too. We and, it's, and it's time, it's times like this where even with Dave Chappelle saying what he said, you know, in his stand-ups, he said some brutally, brutally, brutally honest things, but he managed to wrap it in such a way where he, it was still funny. Right. He's still a genius at that. And um, I'm glad that he stuck to his guns with his style of comedy and he didn't water his shit down because we were in difficult times. He's gotten stronger over the years. If you watched his career like we've watched his career... He's only getting better. As he ages, he's getting better. He's almost Carlin-esque where he's getting better. Like, I didn't like early Carlin. I loved later Carlin. Right. 
You know, so as he, I mean, you love Rich all the way through. That's right. why, you know, for us, Rich would be the GOAT. Right. Because from when he started till he died, Rich was just that dude. Right. But Chappelle has gotten better. I think the adversity has definitely played a part in the way we view him and his virtue. You know what I mean? Right. I think because we see his virtue come through. Well, he sees his virtue in us. Where you, he, he stood his ground. Yeah. And we, we stand our ground. Whatever we say, we stand on it. Whatever we, we do, we stand on it. We stand behind it. It's, that's just us in a nutshell. Yeah. So we saw a lot of us in him, the way he dealt with his situation where, you know, uh, Comedy Central tried to screw him. And, you know, like I said... The dust settled. He was still standing. Yeah. And I think it, it almost made to a place where it's like, it's almost like a Muhammad Ali type of situation. You're in your prime and you're having this battle in the prime, but you're steadfast with your belief and you go through it and you come out, I think, more beloved by the public because of it. Yeah, I can agree with that. This brings me back to a point that kind of got into it a little bit earlier, but apologies and um, for the most part, how do you, it just seems like people can forgive really, really quickly. Now, there was a big brouhaha about the Oscars just maybe a year and a half ago, maybe two years. Right. Why are we so inviting to go back and give country to the same establishments that we were just bitching about not too long ago. This is the question I would like to ask like a lot of celebrities, right? Would you rather win an Oscar or have a movie that grossed a billion dollars? I would like to ask every one of them that question to a man. Because you'll never hear, um, I think you'll never hear The Rock complain about winning an Oscar. But his movies gross hundreds of millions of dollars. Now, I would, I would ask a different question. Good. Would... <laughs> Were you on Jeffrey Epstein's plane? <laughs> oh, wow. Bazinga! Wow. Yeah, so... My, I know I ain't shit. My question would be this. Um, would you rather have a hit movie... That everybody loves, or would you rather have the Oscar that they give you in the Academy? That's pretty much asking the same thing I asked, like because the hit movie people went out to watch it, so it's gonna gross a shit ton of money. So at the end of the day, people get into acting because they love it, but they know they can make money doing something they love. Now, um. Will Smith's never won an Oscar, right? But it, my thing is this: is that but he's grossed hundreds of millions of dollars. We've we've had we've uh, had billions of dollars. We've had stars that all they talk about is the acceptance from the industry, the 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 people that the Academy, the people that move and shake. Mm -hmm. But is that more valuable than having people actually fuck with your movies, like? Tyler Perry, he just got an award. He got an Emmy. Right. The Governor's Award, right? Right. I'm not sure exactly what that means, mm -hmm. what that's for. But Tyler Perry more than likely is never going to win an Oscar. 
More than likely. I'm never. I'm never gonna say one of the Oscars. I'm never. I'm never gonna say never because some people can change. At some point, be like, you know what? Let me try something different and make it, you know, and make it fortunate where the gods shined upon him. I think that we've seen what he's doing right now. From what he's doing right now, I don't believe that he'll be able to get, to get that Oscar, right. that nod. And I think that the path that he's going, mm-hmm. I think is going to make it even harder for him to get it because he's more independent and more, um, more in, you know, inoculated with his, with his own team and stuff of that nature. And the Oscars is pretty much like you kind of got to dip in and be a little bit more, I guess, friendly with you know, the establishment? The people, yeah, with the establishment. Um, <sighs> one of my favorite actors, actually one of the best actors twice, Mahershala Ali. Right. I don't see him as being part of the establishment. I just see him as being a phenomenal actor. I think that he got it from him being excellent. Right. And I'm not taking anything away from Mahershala <laughs> Ali. But also, there is pushes from the industry for him. Oh yeah, well he has people. That's true. You got people that's in the industry that says, you know what, this guy really deserves to act uh, an Oscar for this role, and they'll get together collectively and really make that push for him. Now, yeah, he'll he'll definitely have his peers, and you know, for the most part, I think he's, if not, I think he's top five actors. Period. Not even talking about black actors. No, no, no. no, no. I mean, when I say actors, I'm just saying period. Yeah, just period. Like, he's at top this point five right now. Right now, yeah. yeah. Hands yeah, down, Mahershala yeah. Ali is top yeah, five. Yeah. Hands down. So my thing is more so, if you're getting that type of respect from your people and the people that enjoy your work and support your work, is that more valuable than getting it from the Academy? Well, if you take his, like, let's say his career and what he's done, right? He has two Oscars, right? right. So what's his next big push now? What is he doing next? Blade, time to go get the bag now. Right. So he he got the accolades, he got the respect from the industry. Now I'm gonna get the money. Right. Most people will get the money first. I think it's harder to get the money, uh, the the accolades, than go get the money than get the money. No, no. It's harder to get the money and then go get the accolades because they won't take you serious. Once you turn into like an action hero, it's hard to be taken serious as a true thespian. Whereas. They know this motherfucker act his ass off. That's why he got two Oscars. Now I'm going to play Blade. Let me go on and dabble in this Marvel universe and get these Marvel checks. Right. But my thing is more so it's more so pointed towards the artists. The artists, I think that we've seen a lot of people just like do double dutching for statues and shit. You know what I mean? It's like I mean, it means that much to them. It's like See, for me, it's like <clears throat> and you I'm the movie guy, <laughs> you know, but um, certain movies I watch, I love action movies. I love horror movies. Not many horror movies are going to win Oscars. Not many action movies are going to win the Oscars. Um, you'll get movies like The Green Book, uh, Shawshank Redemption is also one of my favorite movies as well. But, you know, every genre has its place and certain genres is where you're going to win your Oscars. And certain genres is where you're going to make your money. So I think it falls on the individual. Like action stars, they're not in it for Oscars. They're in it for the fucking the paper. I think the same thing with comedians. They're in it to make money. You know, the, the, the guys that do the dramatic roles or they get chosen for those dramatic roles, you know, they're looking to 
get those trophies. Now, I think, G, I think you're missing what I'm saying. I'm thinking more so about what they're doing culturally. Like, it seems that people culturally will do certain things for statues and not really connect with their audience to a certain degree where it's like you're doing all of this for a statue from the establishment. It's almost like with Grammys and stuff like that. Right. People would do different things or um, it's like the integrity is not the same when they're going for the reward of a statue rather than So what you're saying is like blessed. people instead of like doing it for the love and for the artistry they're deliberately going after the the admiration of the industry to get the, the reward as opposed to just saying I'm doing this for my fans or for the love of my people. Yeah. So we can actually spin that into um, um, what we talk about as far as, 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 as I want to say politics because we're not like a political podcast even though we can talk that shit with the best of them. Whereas people will do certain shit for the establishment and not really, which and pretend like they're doing it for the cause, right? So I think that's the time that I think if I'm assuming talking for you, that's the time to spend you were trying to make where people will do certain things for the look, but don't really care about the cause. They just care more about the look, and that look would be their statue. No, it it's it, it's part of that, but it's part of more so the fact that, you know, we give country to people that they're doing it and we'll embrace them and then they don't really give a fuck, but we'll embrace them still. You know what I mean? It's because like we we're thinking see, that they're really doing it for the cause, right, but, but even, they don't really give a fuck. But, about but the even cause. when they're shown that they don't really give a fuck, we allow them to come back. We allow them the the the, the country to Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't. No, not we as but a the majority we. does right, because right. the majority. Well, one where we are a forgiving people, right? You know, we just are. You know, and that's by nature. We're just just a forgiving people. You know, so we're 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 in the, the business of giving people the benefit of the doubt, second and third times. So you when know? when is sorry sorry? Um, I you know my favorite saying: first time shame on you, second time shame on me. So you get that one shot. Now, if I let you trick me again, now it's my fault. So I deserve to get my ass, get a kick in the ass. Mm. So if I say, okay, you know what? You fucked up. It's cool. And then I let you fuck up again. Kick me in the ass because I deserve it. Two G's in a pot. So as we were saying, right, um, talking about, you said to me, like, when is sorry, sorry? Now, if someone does something and fucks up and we're expecting them to change or we're trying to force someone to change. We talked about Cardi B and them and their situations and uh, politics, and you know, their situation when someone shows who they are. You can't force change on someone. Someone has to genuinely want to change. So no matter what we do, what I do or what did you do to a situation, whether it's in a male or female situation, whether it's in a, 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 a political situation, regardless, you're not going to change someone unless they want to change. 
Okay. You know, because I've watched um, a lot of friends of mine get in a situation where they, they can felt that they can change the person that they're with. Or things that they're doing is going to, you know, change them. And I'm like, yo, a person is who they are. Now, if they want to change, not for you, but for them, then it'll work. But if they're changing just for you, it's not going to work. Because that's not genuine. If I'm changing just to make you happy, because you know the shit that I was doing made you upset. That's not genuine. So when you say, when is a sorry genuine? You say, when is a sorry sorry? The sorry is sorry when you feel yourself. It's like, yo, I'm... I'm 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 tired of doing this. Right. I'm tired of being this way. I'm tired of acting this way. I'm tired of constructing myself this way. Not that, oh shit, I just pissed you off. I'm sorry. I'm going to change. No, 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 no. You have to look inside yourself and be like, you know what? I'm fucking up. So it's got to be some type of awareness that this has to come from within, right? It has then. to come from within. You can't come from an external source. You know, you know, you know unless it's an ass whipping. Where you're all fucked up. This one could just kick my ass. At some point, I don't get my ass kicked anymore. Right. But any other situation besides that, it's like, yo, it's, it's, it's like you've seen people that was on drugs. They constantly use, you know, everybody was in their family. Go, oh, you fucking up. Yeah, I'm still fucking up. They got to get tired of using drugs. Motherfucker gonna get tired of going to jail. Motherfucker gonna get tired of the fucking of 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 not how the person is reacting towards them, but how to treating people in a fucked up way. They gotta get tired of it themselves. Okay, well that's fair. But what if you've met that person that way? Is is you know you being with them kind of like you being in some type of way complicit? If you accepted them for when you met them that way? If you're going in it with the knowledge that you know that's how they are, and you're going in it with the thought that I can change them, that falls on you. Because that's who they are. That's who they were when you met them. So we go back to, to they were who they were when they met. The motherfuckers, they, I think they met in a strip club. What did you expect? What did you expect different? You got something against strip clubs, man? It's Hell pan- no. Pan- pancakes um, disturb you. <laughs> Coming to the stage. Let's give it up for. <laughs> no, 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 no. I actually like strip clubs myself. Okay. You know, I, you know I'm, I'm not a freaker. I don't have frequent flyer mileage for strip clubs. But I've duck, I took a flight or two okay. in several. Okay. But the point I'm trying to make is when you, a person is, once they show you who they are, you need to believe them. So it goes back to even when we were ready to politics and the situation with the election. When the person shows you who they truly are, you better believe them. Because if I'm just saying I'm going to change to get your vote, and I haven't changed in 40-something years, who do you blame? Right. It's like, all right, okay. You're going to blame the mouse or the mousetrap? If I take this map, try to put cheese down, set it down. You blame me or do you blame the mouse for jumping in it? The mouse knew his boy Tony went out last week, never came back. He walked up, he saw Tony in the fucking trap, not moving. 
So he knew better, right? I take the scene trap, spray it down with alcohol, kill the death scent, put some more cheese on it. Matter of fact, put a little cheese, a little peanut butter on it, set it back out. Scene trap, just a little bit more enticing. You blame me or you blame the mouse? Yeah. Tony, so, was, Tony was cool. Man. Yeah, Tony was cool. <laughs> Tony! As I've gotten older, I've gotten the business of not making excuses for people. If a motherfucker's a fuck up, he's just a fuck up. I used to be a fuck up. I used to do fucked up shit. I didn't change. Um, because somebody told you to, to change. change. I you changed because, because I felt, wanted to change. Like because I knew change. the way that I was living, it was, it was kind of fucked up. You know, it was kind of fucked up. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm still an asshole. But I'm an asshole with compassion. <laughs> you know? I'm a compassionate <laughs> asshole. But still an asshole. But I changed because I wanted to change. Nothing someone did made me change. I changed because I, I said, okay, I'm, I'm tired of being that way. I'm tired of being a fuck up. Right. You know? I think that being with somebody that's fucked up, you have to have a come to God moment too and say, I'm tired of being with an asshole. Yeah. You, it's saying that's a two-way street. Like, hey, listen. Enough of this shit. Right. It's like being with somebody that's abusive. Right. You know, you're his fucking personal punching bag or her personal punching bag. You, you know, you really want me to give that up and go to the gym? Nah, man. Tuck, tuck and roll. So my thing is with that, you should know the behaviors after you've done it or if you've been around or you've been, uh, you know, exposed to this type of behavior. You should know. I can't go back down that road because it's pretty much the same type of feeling. Even it may be a different person or it may be a different situation. You should know something should click and say, this is the same thing. And I don't want any parts of it. So when, you know, it's sometimes it could be hard, but sometimes it's so obvious that you're going down the same road. Dude, I left when I left the democratic party because it was the same shit over and over again. Went to a Republican Party. I was like, fuck, it's the same shit, just packaged in a different color. So I went independent. You know, but I was like I said, I my whole life I voted straight blue down the line. Mm. Then I was like, you know what? Maybe it's time to do a little switch. Switched up. Then I was like, different color, same bullshit. Right. Oh, but man, I have a good friend of mine, he always say, same shit, different toilet. Right. You know, so I chose to be independent. I chose to be like, you know what? Let me let me exercise this strength that's in my vote. Now, when I come across politicians and meet them, I was like, all right, tell me something different. Do you think that um, pattern and the fact that people are used to doing it a certain way plays more in effect than actual people agreeing what was going on? Say that again. I said, do you think pattern... Right. Or the way that people have been grown into a certain thing plays more of a part than them actually agreeing. Yes. People get used to... People love to feel comfortable. If they're comfortable with a certain pattern, I'm cool with that. Even if it's wrong. Even if it's wrong. So once a person is comfortable with something, it's like, Shh, at least I know it. Right. So you now, know what I'm saying? So now with this state that we're in, 
if it gets too uncomfortable, then that would be the deciding factor if you're gonna change go your vote. this way or go that way. Maybe. You ever heard of saying hurt people hurt people? Yeah. <laughs> Misery loves company. Yeah. It's all relatable, man. So sometimes you get you get so used to being treated that way, you no longer mind it. As long as they're telling you something that you love hearing. Mm. Whether it's false or not, because the majority of the time it's just a whole bunch of fucking empty promises and a bunch of bullshit. But the fact that they're telling you what you want to hear, even though deep down inside, you know you're never going to get it. Or sometimes it's like um, Stockholm Syndrome, where you just fall in love with the fact that you've been mistreated, that you kind of don't know other way. Yeah, that. you kind of perceive that mistreatment as, you know what, it ain't that it fucking ain't that bad. bad. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, maybe we all have fucking Stockholm Syndrome. Two G's in the pod, y'all. G, I got a confession. Well, before you confess, I just want to apologize. What do you want to apologize about? Not to you, motherfucker. (laughs) To anybody that I've ever did wrong to, to anybody that I ever did anything negative, I would like to apologize. Oh, wow. That's honorable. It is. People that I can't reach in contact with, anybody ever deceived, uh, I apologize. This is coming sincerely from me because sometimes you you have to kind of clear that that negativity. Yeah. So I apologize. Oh wow. Well, you kind of put me on the spot. I wasn't actually going to talk about that, but I, I guess I gotta apologize too. Go ahead. I was in a relationship for a very long time, and. I cheated and um, I was really, really, really messed up behind it because you got caught. Nah, but he didn't make my shape up the right way. Like my regular barber did. So what happened was I felt guilty going back to my actual barber. barber. Yeah. Because he, he knew that's the worst. He knew. That's the, then you know they know. They give you that look when you walk in the door, like yeah, it was it was, oh, it was hard for me to. He was doing my fuck he was doing, lineup. He was doing my lineup, and I, you know, you know, you probably I, felt the tension. I, I, I felt that I closed my eyes. I closed my eyes because I didn't want to look at him. <laughs> that shit is the fucking with, worst. With my line cheating ass. <laughs> that is the worst. So <laughs> you sitting there saying so. so uh, How's it going? <laughs> you know how it's going, motherfucker. So I, so I just wanted to apologize to my barber. Forever cheating on him. You know, it was only once. It was only once. Was I understand. Once. Listen, my barber left me. Really? Yeah, man. So I've been, you know, cutting my own hair. Wow. Yeah. You know, shaping up my own beard, cutting up my own hair. I'm like, fuck it. You know, I can save me uh, $30 a week. You well, know, he well, decides to go work for the MTA. This motherfucker, he got a government job on me. Government. Government. G-U-B-M-I-N-T. <laughs> government. <laughs> Well, mm-hmm. my my barber is the longest relationship I've ever been in, so I'm happy. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I cheated, but it was an it was an entanglement. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going nowhere. Uh, listen, got listen, man. Barbers, that's like one of the greatest, you know, institutions 
you know, it's 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 like a meeting place. You talk politics, religion, everything you need to talk about happens in a barbershop. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. Definitely does. So, uh, you know, what 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 was was that your confession? That was my confession. You that was my, on your barber. So was, I'm apologizing for all to all the people that I've ever done wrong, and you apologize to your barber. Yeah, that, that that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> I, I, listen, I can respect that. I also, that. I, I think that, you know, at this point, you have to be totally transparent. You have to be you. You have to be totally you, you know, and stick to it. You know, um, don't let people shame you. Don't let women shame you. If you want to wear gray sweatpants around the house, don't let them. You men, you go out there, you be a slut. You, you want to wear your look, gray sweats, you wear your goddamn don't gray let, sweats. Don't let them slut shame you for wearing yeah. gray sweat, sweat, sweat pants and, you know, live your life. Live your life. Do you, boo. Do you, sir. <laughs> sir Booth. You do you. Don't let these women shame you into not wearing your, I wear my gray sweats with pride. Calling me all types of sluts. What's wrong with her? Talking about where you going. Mm-hmm. Where I'm going, where I'm at. Where I'm going to be. That's where I'm going. Downstairs. I ain't going nowhere. You know, I ain't shit. Uh, but it's also, fellas, be careful. It's hoodie stealing season. That it is. So, uh, you got a nice fluffy hoodie with a big... See, I'm old school. I have the old school champion hoodie. Ghostface song. He was like... He said, small hoodie dude. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Nothing worse than a small hoodie with half your head sticking out. So, I have the big... The big hoodie it makes you look like a, a supervillain type of hoodie. Grim Reaper-ish. Yeah, man. That's the type of hoodies I rock. So, fellas, be careful. It's hoodie keep, stealing season. And keep your grubbies off of them. If all the single people out there, it's cuffing season. Yeah, it's cuffing season. Cuffing season kind of started a couple weeks ago, though. Actually, supposed to start in the fall. Technically, we're still in summer. But this cool weather has everybody now. It's, it's hard to see. Now you got to be careful. Pre-season. Now, it's preseason. Preseason. Cuffing preseason. Yeah. So you got to be careful because everyone has masks now. So you don't know who's who. You may cuff a gremlin. A barracuda. So you fellas, ladies, be careful who you're cuffing. It is cuffing season. Make sure they got their side teeth. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, first of all, I, I, <laughs> it's fucked up. I have one missing, but I am a man of a certain age, so you know. I have all my teeth. All my teeth are mine. I just have a couple of missing ones. It's like, you know, like a dog broke through a picket fence. But in the back, though, because all my front ones, these shit's mine. You know what I'm saying? Look at this. Look, 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 look. look. This is all mine in the front. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go out there and get the celebrity veneers and have everybody looking exactly the same. With the chiclets? Yeah, man. Everybody just looking the same, just smiling and grinning, looking exactly alike. That's just fucking hilarious. I say, don't y'all go to different doctors? No, nah, they don't. They Actually, have to. I think they have a chart with bodies that they pick well, up. They definitely got a chart with asses. You ever seen like all the people who get Botox, no offense if you do, but you all look alike. You all have that stiff, frozen face. Surprise face. That's like shock. Like <gasps> <gasps> everyone has that same face. So yeah, doctors change it up a little bit. Have people look different. And the chicks that get the fake butts, right? If you're going to get your ass done, have them do the legs. Makes sense. Don't fucking walking around everybody looking like a capital P. Yeah, or ants. You ever seen that movie Ants? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Bug butt. 
You know what I'm saying? So if you're going to get your ass done, get your legs done. Or work out so that the ass and the legs kind of at blend. least match. At least yeah. you have symmetry. Yeah. And so we're not here. We're not downing. And we're not body shaming. We're not, but, no, we're, 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 but we're not blind I am, Listen, I am body shaming you if your legs and ass don't match. No. I am body shaming. If it looks good and the legs and ass match... Superb, and don't get it too big because there's such thing as too much ass. There's a lot of things the first question wrong. I'm going to ask is how do you wipe? How do you wipe? Do you like take a towel? You now you dry your back with a towel and you just wrap it with toilet paper and you give it that <laughs> that double tug back and forth. Do you do That's that? That's nasty. It is gross. <laughs> it is gross. Bet you my can't th- get that out your head. My, my thing is this: you can't have a big old ass and then have these nails. <laughs> <laughs> See that's the thing. See, I'm I'm so glad you brought it up. For the chicks with the big asses, and you have those long nails, I'm questioning how you wipe. I'm just questioning because with all those nails, you can't get a good unless you're making like a boxer's mitt of toilet paper. You just punch <laughs> yourself in the ass. You can't wipe your ass real good if you Wolverine. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> One mistake, you're going to cut your ass, you guys, you're going to have ass juice all over the fucking bathroom floor. Then what? Oh, man. Then what? So, yeah. When someone shows you, get back to what you're saying, if someone shows you who they are during cuffing season, during voting season, no matter how you dress it up, once they show you who they are, you know what to expect. I'm sorry. Two G's in the pot. So am I. <laughs> we now both have clear consciences. I've said sorry and apologized. You've said sorry and apologized. Don't be giving me the side eye. So now I actually feel a whole lot better now that I apologize. Whether people accept it or not. Whether okay. people that I screwed over and did wrong. I apologize. That's why? Because I'm a changed man. That's my actions are different. How I function is different. Don't get me wrong. I'll still fuck you up. I'll still punch you in the face. But I'm not going to do you wrong. I'm not pre- going to cross you. I appreciate that, Jay. You know what I'm saying? I don't go to a barber, so I don't have a barber. My barber need to apologize to me because the motherfucker, he just left. You know? So your barber should feel good now. You apologize. and whatnot. So, you know, we know... It's genuine. Why? We have changed action. But everybody else that's apologizing. And you know who I'm talking to out there. There's no changed action. They're still doing the same shit they've been doing. They just packaged it different. They're just spinning it different. They're pulling in different people to help them spin the same old bullshit. There's no changed action. There's no changed um, perception to do better by us. So as far as I'm concerned, those people are not forgiven. Because I know you. I know who you are. I know what you got planned. So you're not fooling me. I had that. <clears throat> I thought you was gonna apologize to me for about you know teasing me about LeBron. 
No, man. Listen, your man, the unibrow, did his thing last night. Did his thing. He's got nothing to do with LeBron. I mean, LeBron facilitated. LeBron helped him do his thing. You should apologize. You know what? I'm sorry. I am sorry LeBron James <laughs> is not good as Michael Jordan. God damn it. That's right. I'm sorry. Two Gs of the pod. <laughs> that's our time, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in once again. I am the infamous Iron Glenn. And to my left was sitting who? Goldfinger. What up, G? You know what's up. See you next week. Yes, sir. Two Gs of the pod. Two Gs of the pod. Two Gs of the pod.